Good morning. morning. What a wonderful morning on this wonderful feast. The feast of formerly Corpus Christi, now the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And on this wonderful feast in the gospel today, we read of the miraculous multiplication of the loaves by our Lord Jesus Christ. He gave them to his apostles to distribute to the over 5,000 people present. And this multiplication of the loaves is closely linked to the Eucharist at the Passover dinner at the Last Supper. Allow me to explain what I mean by that. By feeding of the 5,000 plus, Jesus was signaling that the new manna was coming. Most of us are well acquainted with the manna that came down from heaven to feed the chosen people in the desert as they made the exodus from Egypt. In today's gospel, in multiplying the bread, our Lord is performing a sign indicating a new manna from heaven was coming. And at the Last Supper, it arrived. In fact, the Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches, and I quote, the manna in the desert prefigured the Eucharist, the true bread from heaven. So the Church teaches that the first Eucharist at the Last Supper was not just a sign, it was a miracle. Bread and wine becoming the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, most of us are familiar with the Seder or Passover dinner. When the original Passover occurred in Egypt, lambs were sacrificed and eaten at the homes of the Israelites. Fast forward to the time of our Lord. At that time, the lambs were being sacrificed at the temple and consumed in the city of Jerusalem. And during the Passover, the city of Jerusalem would be overflowing with Jewish pilgrims. They were coming to the temple to offer sacrifice. And it was a veritable hemorrhage of blood. Some 200,000 lambs were being sacrificed at the temple to feed two million people. The Passover was not just a sacrifice, it was a memorial or remembrance of the exodus of the Jewish people from Egypt, from captivity. And Jesus celebrated this Passover dinner in his life immediately before his own exodus. And at the Last Supper, our Lord was instituting a new Passover through which the new exodus would be set in motion. With his words of explanation, Jesus shifted the focus away from the body and blood of the Passover lamb and turned it toward his own body and blood. Listen to these words. 
As they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body that is for you. This is my blood. This was not the blood of the Passover lamb. This was our Lord's blood that was to be poured out for us in reparation on the cross. And then he said, do this in remembrance of me. And by these words, he was commanding the disciples to perpetuate the new Passover miracle in the future. In the old Passover, one had to eat the lamb. With the new Passover of the Messiah, the lamb is a person, the lamb of God. That blood of redemption is the blood of our Messiah, Jesus Christ. Now, it's important to remember that at the Passover dinner, there were always four cups of wine that were essential to the celebration of the Passover, four cups. The first cup was consumed in the introductory rite. The second cup during the proclamation of scripture. And the third cup was consumed during the meal itself. Now, in Matthew 26 and in Mark 14, at the, as they spoke about the Last Supper, they say, our Lord took the third cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, quote, drink of it, all of you, for this is the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. We've heard that before, but listen to this now. He says, I tell you, I shall not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it with you in my Father's kingdom. And then they sang a hymn and went out to the Mount of Olives. Now I hope you caught this, our Lord vowed not to drink the fruit of the vine until the coming of the kingdom of God. This presented a problem for the Jews because most Jews knew that at this point in the Passover meal, there was still another cup of wine to be consumed, the fourth cup. But Jesus said he wouldn't drink again, at least until the kingdom came. And the Passover meal would not be finished until he drank that fourth cup. So instead, the disciples sang a hymn. This is a reference to the singing of songs which usually occurred during the drinking of the fourth cup. But none of the Gospels say that our Lord drank the final cup of the Passover meal. Ultimately, we know that our Lord was crucified. And we see that in Matthew 27, when Jesus came to the place called Golgotha, quote, 
they offered him wine to drink mingled with myrrh. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And Mark says the same thing. They offered him wine mingled with myrrh, but he did not take it. He refused it. Then we come to the final moments of the crucifixion. Just before Christ died, we find something very surprising and very dramatic. For at the very end, Jesus did in fact drink that fourth cup. Both Matthew and Mark say so by telling us that one of the bystanders took a sponge filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave him to him to drink. In addition, we also have the Gospel of John. According to John, Jesus not only accepted the wine of his execution, but he explicitly requested a drink at the very moment before his death. And I quote again, after this, Jesus knowing that all was now finished in order to fulfill the scripture said, I thirst. And a bowl full of sour wine stood there. So they put a sponge full of the wine on a sprig of hyssop and held it to his mouth. And when Jesus had taken that wine he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Our Lord did finish that Passover meal, that supper, but he didn't do it in the upper room. He did it on the cross. He did it at the very moment of his death. By doing so, Jesus was extending his Passover meal to include his own suffering and death. Importantly, by waiting to drink the fourth cup of the Passover until the very moment of death, Jesus unified the Passover supper to his death on the cross. By refusing to drink the fruit of the vine until he gave up his final breath, he joined the suffering of himself under the form of bread and wine to the offering of himself on Calvary. And by doing so, Jesus connected the Passover meal to the cross. By means of the cross, he transformed the Last Supper into the new Passover that would be celebrated in memory of him. We know how important the Eucharist is. For Catholic Christians, the Eucharist is a necessity. Without it, we would starve to death in a spiritual sense. An event took place here at St. Patrick's and I remember it vividly, about 20 years ago, 
and it increased my appreciation for the Eucharist greatly. I remember to this day, we were at daily mass, which took place in the day chapel at that time. And at the moment of consecration, the celebrant, the priest, spoke these words. This is my body given up for you. And in that silence following that, a three-year-old spoke out incredulously, for me? <laughs> yes, for me, for you, for all of us. May we never not appreciate the importance of our Holy Eucharist. For as we receive that Holy Eucharist, that Holy Communion, we become tabernacles of our Lord. We can then go forth to love one another. And to paraphrase the words of our patron saint, St. Patrick, Christ before us to lead us, Christ behind us to protect us, Christ within us to sustain us. As we proclaim the good news, the great news of Jesus Christ, we have been saved. Amen? Amen. God love you.